0: The opinions expressed on this podcast are not meant to be disseminated as medical advice. If you need additional clarification or have questions, consult a mental health professional in your area. Hello, and welcome to 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, the podcast where a comedy writer and a psychologist try to solve your long-running relationship issues in 10 minutes or less. How are you doing today, Steve?
1: Why did you—you you did it different this time. I
0: did. I didn't give you a chance to ruin it. I thought I'd mix it up, catch you off guard. I was ready. I, I don't believe you. I've, I've given this you 131 chances in a row. <laughs> and I just don't believe you. But what oh, I man. do believe is the quality of this question, which I will read now. All right. I have a question for the podcast. My problem is that my father-in-law and his girlfriend always come over to our house and they wear out their welcome. They will come over and stay for hours and hours on end, sometimes without even being invited in the first place. The most recent time was Christmas. They spent most of their day with their girlfriend's family and then came over to our house about at about 7.30 to 8 p.m. We talked for a little while and then exchanged gifts and talked some more. The problem was when they kept talking and talking and didn't end up leaving until 11.30. We normally go to bed or Around 10 to 10 30. It wasn't brought up that evening, uh, but they do know when we typically like to go to bed. I tried to hint that I'm ready for them to leave. I stopped engaging in the conversation and started yawning, so hopefully they would take the hint. Honestly, I completely checked out of the conversation and wasn't even really listening anymore. I know that my husband gets annoyed with it too, because he always gives me the looks and he's o- that he's over it, and he mentions it after they're gone, and, uh, that they were here too long. I told him to stop engaging with them when he wants them to leave, and if no one has talking to them they would hopefully leave sooner but he doesn't listen i'm not sure if that's because he would feel rude doing so or if he's actually really invested in the conversation i know that christmas is a holiday but this is just one example it's every time they come over even if they just want to drop by for a random reason they end up staying for hours and hours i usually end up being super annoyed and it ruins the rest of my day because i keep thinking about it and how they seem to think they're entitled to stay whenever or however long they want how can I get them to leave sooner without being rude about it? All of my hints have clearly not worked, and it's always their choice of when they do when they leave. Do I have to get my on my? Uh, do I have to get my husband on the same page as me? For reference and to make Steve happy, I am tw- a 28 year old female, and my husband is 32 <laughs> years old, and we don't have kids, so I can't use that as an excuse. Any advice would be appreciated. <clears throat> All right, take it away, Steve.
1: I am going to zero in on one word that she used and it was steve no it was uh rude like uh you know it's interesting my wife has sort of a little bit of this too we have a signal where she will that she will give me if she needs me to get her out of a conversation and and i don't know if it's well i'm i'm going to stick with the word rude here there's something about some people that have a gene that i'm missing <laughs> that thinks If I try to have a boundary here, I'm being rude. And to me, I think, I'm going to bed. So if you two want to sit down here and eat my food and watch my TV, that's up to you. But uh, I'll see you in the morning. Like, uh, I'm not that brusque about it. But the fact that this is your husband's father might make this a little weird for you. But you said, do I need to get on the same page with my husband? And the answer is, yeah. And it's sort of like... And uh, James and I have talked about this a few times. In my house, the person who is more of an I-daughter and T-crosser is the one who manages the checkbook. And that's my wife. Like she chases down every nickel, makes sure all that is done. And she knows if I do it, I'll be sloppier with it and it will make her mental. So she sort of by default has done it and gladly done it. But two, the person who's a little bit better at ending a conversation should be the one who takes the lead on this. And it's not rude if you usher them out of your house in a way that is uh not rude. <laughs> I don't know how else to say that. Like you the the thing you also said they don't take my hints. And I think, oh my God. I don't know if your hints are uh could be any more obvious so maybe they're thick to it but why are you hinting around what is it about people that they expect everyone in the world to read their mind and then uh, react in a way that they want them to like if you want your needs met play a role in getting your needs met so yeah just say uh, hey listen it's about 10 o'clock we go to bed now Let me. uh, Do you want me to package up some food for you, or let me get you a couple cookies, or let me help you carry your gifts out to your trunk, or something that says, we're going to move the stagecoach along here, because it's got to get going. It'll never move if you or your husband don't make it move, and your father-in-law and his girlfriend might have all the time in the world, or they like chatting, or maybe they're a little lonely. They like to just have company for a while. Either way, I don't know that they'll take it as badly as you are afraid they are going to take it, so... Become part of what you would like, become part of getting your needs met. What say you, James? I, I think you're right on it, and um, I'll, I'll get
0: into the nuts and bolts of this a little bit more. But I think that uh, the easiest situation to get somebody out of your house is late at night. And the first step is to just not beat around the bush or be passive aggressive about it. Don't fake yawn. Don't show, shoot your spouse looks. Just be like, "Hey, it's been great seeing you. We love we love it when you drop by." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I go to bed. Yes. I go to bed at ten o'clock. I got to turn in, or I'm going to be dead to the world tomorrow. So yeah, I'll, I'll see you guys tomorrow. And actually, I. I've done this a lot and I haven't so there there were times I I lived about an hour from my hometown and some of my you know back in like my college days and just after a group of my friends would carpool over and we'd be hanging out real late (laughs) around midnight or whatever for whatever reason I got super tired I didn't even throw them out I was like hey you guys can hang out as late late as you want Uh, just you know shut off the lights when you go and I went to bed and it worked out great for me I've done that, and
1: I sleep naked so don't bother coming into my room (laughs) trying to mess with me and
0: I didn't I honestly didn't want to throw them out around the night it was just I personally was done and I, I. I just told them straight up what it was and, and it worked out for me. Um, and so I, I think that's going to work out okay there. Uh, for other times during the day, I think it's going to be trickier because it, it's harder to t- say, you know, it's been nice talking to you, but I have better things to do than talk to you. But you can, you know, say, you know, I've got to do these other things. I've got to, you know, it's been nice talking to you, but I have to get, you know, dinner ready or I have to go to work. I mean, I assume you both work. Uh, I have to, you know, whatever else. I mean, everybody's busy. I have to go out and run errands. And, and you know what? If you're really afraid of telling them straight up. Just, just say you got to run errands. That's the most generic excuse. It gets you out of the house. You can get in your car. You drive around the block for 15 minutes and you come back. I mean, it, it, I, I think this is a more easily defeated problem uh, than what you think. And uh, if your if you're father or father-in-law and his girlfriend are like this, they're probably like this with everybody else as well. So they're probably not strangers to being ushered out the door. It's not like you're the first <laughs> person who's ever going to do this to them. Uh, I think in general with these questions, we get people are just Terrified of setting boundaries and enforcing boundaries. And uh, and it's just a, it's a skill you're going to have to practice because, you know, if you guys are both in your 20s and 30s, I don't know how old the father or father in law is, but, you know, he's probably, he could be between, you know, 50, 60, 70, wherever it is. He's probably going to be around a lot of years. So this is just, use, uh, just a useful skill to build up to and get. Uh, any, any closing thoughts, Steve?
1: <clears throat> no, a useful skill indeed. And uh, I'm always curious about people that can't do that. And maybe it's like uh, if you can play guitar, you don't understand how other people can't (laughs) play guitar. But I have no problem with it. So when my wife gives me the bat signal, I just kind of swoop in and shut down the conversation and swoop out. And she'll get mad sometimes because uh, like uh, some crazy person will come up to us, somebody we know from hockey or something. And I'm like, all right, see ya, And I'll just walk away and my wife will be marooned there with this person because she can't do it. And I'm like, yeah, you can. Just come with me. And she's like, well, I don't want to be rude. And I'm like, well, that's your problem, man. Yeah. But I don't know that rude... There's a whole range of rude. There is a buzz off, I can't stand you. And then there is what you said, which is great talking to you. Listen, I got to move on. Like if you were at a cocktail party, and would you mingle with a bunch of people? Or would you get caught in a corner with someone and just stay next to the ficus tree the whole night? Like there's got to be a way that you can kind of mix without the other person releasing you. You've got to make your own break sometimes.
0: Yeah, and it, it just saying something like, well, it's been great talking to you, but I need to go make the rounds at the party or you know, whatever else. I mean, it's it's pretty easy to do without hurting people's feelings, and I guess I, I do it all the time. Now, maybe I don't have as much of a problem with it as you because people don't want to talk to me for that long. Maybe I, I naturally <laughs> repel them.
1: Well, I'm magnetic. Uh, yeah. But I,
0: I've got to know, Steve, and since your wife doesn't listen to this podcast and nobody yep. else listens to this podcast either, can you share with the world what this bat signal is?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess I didn't say it. (laughs) When uh, people itch their nose, they usually kind of use the uh, inside, I'm sorry, the outside edge of their forefinger, right? Mm -hmm. Like if you're going to itch your nose, that's kind of what you do. So uh, what we do, what she does is she will kind of grab at the end of her nose with her thumb and forefinger which doesn't look unnatural, but it, it, it's not what she would do if she had an itch. So that is the signal to get me out of this. That
0: is an extremely subtle signal, so I guess props for being subtle, but also, do you just spend these entire conversations staring at your wife's nose in case she's gonna get the signal? Because I would that wouldn't even register to me.
1: No, she, well, Lola will catch your eye once in a while, and that's when she'll give the signal. I, I don't know.
0: Maybe I just don't look at my wife that much. Also, she's a foot well, shorter than like me. a seven-foot
1: yeah. disparity yeah. between <laughs> heights, so that-
0: That's why I married her. I can just look right over her head. If I don't want to <laughs> deal with her, I don't have to. Well, if you want to deal with us, send your question in to James Breakwell at explodingunicorn.com. That's exploding unicorn with the E. It doesn't have to be a marriage question. It can be uh, platonic friends, coworkers, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever you've got. Send it in, and we'll do our best to answer it in 10 minutes or less. This has been another episode of 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, and that's 10 minutes of your life you'll never get back.